All right, everybody. Welcome back to We Dig Tennessee. Uh, I'm your host, Matt Mingus. I hope everybody had a wonderful holiday season, great Christmas, great New Year's. Um, and, and we're looking to kick this year's uh, podcast episodes off with a good one. Um, or, well, I don't want to call it a good one because it's, it's a terrible thing to have to talk about. But, you know, recently there were, to end 2020, there were three trench collapses. And uh, all three uh, killed someone. And, you know, that's just a horrible thing for our industry and for those families involved and those companies involved and, and the workers who aren't going to be going home to their families. Uh, I will I will preface this, guys, because I do tend to get a little passionate when I'm talking about this kind of stuff. Uh, that none of these happened in our areas. Uh, didn't happen in Tennessee. Um, but it's just a constant reminder of what can happen at any time to anyone on any job. Uh, if we're not taking the proper precautions, not taking the proper steps, not taking the time to to understand it's okay if this project takes a little longer to get a trench box or hydraulic shoring jacks or bench this thing back or slope it or, you know, whatever it calls for. As long as we use the three S's, shielding, shoring, and sloping, and make sure that no one gets in an unsafe trench, we should never have to talk about stuff like this. And, uh, I know you guys have heard me talk about this kind of stuff on here before. And anytime I have the opportunity to talk about trench collapses or confined space safety or, you know, something of that nature that, that could, you know, by someone listening to this and hearing this, you know, makes a light bulb go off in their head that's just not worth it, I'm going to do it. So um, I don't want to come off like I'm beating a dead horse. I don't want to come off like I'm harping. I don't want to come off like I'm uh, saying we're terrible. Because we're not, guys. We, we do a really good job. You know, like I said, none of these incidents were in Tennessee. But uh, it's something that has to be talked about, and I will talk about. Uh, so with that, guys, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll jump right into it. Uh, like I said, there's three of these I want to cover. Um, and like I said in, in a previous episode when I've talked about these guys, I get on most of these alerts through Google Alerts. Um, can't tell you how to set up a Google Alert. I had to Google it. So just Google how to set up a Google Alert, and it'll tell you. Because I, I did that for trench collapses and for... Uh, a couple other things are involved in the type of work that I do. So that's just good uh, information. And then this first one I'm going to lead off with was actually sent to me by Carl Vasquez from uh, from NUCA, the new safety director at NUCA. And uh, uh, I tried to get him to, on the show with me to you know talk about these and go over these. And I'm not sure if it's just the Internet uh, around here from still, still suffering from the bombing that took place in downtown Nashville Christmas day or what, but we just couldn't get a good connection. Couldn't, uh, you know, couldn't, couldn't make it happen. So, but anyway, I want to say thanks to Carl for sending this one over. Uh, but this one took place in Fairfax County, Virginia. It looks like according to the Fairfax County police department, uh, two men, were attempting to put in temporary supports in part of a six-foot plumbing trench in Fairfax County when it collapsed. And I'm unclear 100% on what these details say, if both or just one man perished in this incident, but at least one of them uh, was married and leaves behind a two-month-old son. Six feet deep, guys. That is, you know, it doesn't seem that bad, six feet deep. I mean, the regulations say five feet. you got to have your trench box or shore protection. But six feet, you know, when you're out there working, and, you know, it doesn't really seem that bad. But it just, guys, it, it can happen in a split second. 
Uh, let's see, this other one happened December 21st in Rapid City, South Dakota. Uh, let's see, the call came in around 4 p.m. advising of a collapse, and the fire department responded. Uh, one man was buried up to his chest and treated on scene by paramedics. The other man was completely buried. His body was recovered around 8.45 p.m. The trench was 15 feet long, 6 feet wide, and 5 feet deep. This, the officials say they worked for nearly 5 hours to recover the body. So, that, And that's something, guys, when you read some of these stories or you see some of these stories you got to pay attention to, they worked for 5 hours to recover the body, not to rescue someone recover their body that means that there's that's another man not going home to his family um you know and, and to list those dimensions of, the, of that trench sounds familiar to me i don't know about many of you guys listening but uh, 15 feet long six feet wide five feet deep five feet guys so that's two back-to-back stories we're looking at six and five feet deep you know five feet again regulations say that's where you got to use your your protection but again, you know, five feet, you're right on the edge, right? Oh, you know, just, you just, I'm just right on the edge. I'll be okay. Wrong. It doesn't have to be five feet deep to need to protect yourself. It does, you know, you could be in just an unsafe trench, just crappy dirt, and it's only three, three and a half, four feet deep. Slap something in there to protect yourself. People underestimate just how heavy dirt is. I mean, just take a backhoe, front bucket, for example fill it full of dirt you're not getting that off of you that is heavy um, all right our third one happened on december 30th so just before new year's in east point michigan um, let's see here the import the person in the trench was a 13-year veteran of the department of public works was tending to a water main break uh, when the trench collapsed at 6:20 p.m., emergency personnel emergency personnel extricated the man, took him by ambulance to the hospital, where he later died from his injuries. The trench was estimated to be about 10 feet deep, says an investigator with Michigan's Occupational Safe and Healthy Administration. So, 10 feet deep, working on a water main. Trench collapses. Thirteen-year veteran. Guys, that's that's ten feet is crazy deep to be down there with zero protection. I mean, the first two stories we just talked about, we're looking at five and six feet deep. So you know, you're a lot of people are in that trench thinking, uh, you know, I'm just barely over it. And I can get this done real quick. Wrong. Ten feet deep in a hole with a broken water main. Water deteriorating your ditch, saturating your soil, making it even even heavier, making it more willing to collapse, making it ready to just come in right on top of you. Because I've you know I've had Stephen Whitehouse come on here and talk. Uh, You know I tried to get Carla come on and talk today and just couldn't work it out. In just in our chapters in Middle and East Tennessee, we have more than enough resources and people with expertise on how to prevent something like this from ever happening. Um, you know, again, guys, like I said, I'm not trying to preach or or say that, you know, we're not doing it right here in Tennessee because we are, like I said, none of these happened in Tennessee, but it could very well could, you know, uh, I mean, it it wouldn't take anything. 
you know, like I said a little bit earlier, the dimensions of that one ditch, five feet deep, 15 feet long, six feet wide, sounds familiar. Sounds like something that uh, a lot of our guys work in every day. Everybody just needs to, and I don't believe I've met anyone in my time with Nuka that wouldn't concur with what I'm about to say. There is no job so damn important that we can't take the time to call in a trench box, to slope it or bench it back, to install some hydraulic shoring jacks, to uh, you know make sure that that trench is safe for our employees. I really don't think I've met a Nuka member that would argue with that. If it takes an extra 24 hours to get a trench box on site, that's okay. We, we, we can take care of that. We can call up Sunbelt. We can call up United Rentals. We can call up any number of trench safety suppliers from across the country. You know, if you're working in a new area, you're not sure who who you need to contact, reach out to Nuka. They will tell you. Yep, we've got these guys in this area. You know, there's no one in that area, but we know this, this Nuka member serves that area. This is not a difficult thing. It's not hard to get uh, get what you need. Just in our two chapters, you, you have the resources that you need to keep your people safe in any situation. Um, so I can't implore you guys enough to take advantage of that, to use those resources, to make sure your people are staying safe. And again, guys, I'm not saying you're, that we're not working towards that because I know we are. I've gotten to know a lot of you guys over the years getting these two chapters up and going and, and meeting at convention or at events or you know, whatever it might be. I'm in no way implying that we're not. But when you read three stories like these, and, I mean, I can think back to my time working in the field on crews. I mean, that's how I learned this industry. You know, I didn't go to college and get a degree in safety to become a safety professional. I started in the field with a shovel, learning from a lot of the guys that still work for my father, that work at team construction. And I, I learned safety from that side. I can remember putting myself in some situations I look back now and going, well, that was pretty damn stupid. You know, in the moment, sometimes people don't think about it. They think, well, we got to get this project done. You know, if we if we take another day, it's going to be a big hit. If we if we slow down, you know, it might affect my bonus or my pay or whatever. We, as the leaders of companies and the leaders of men, have to make sure our people understand that's bullcrap. That you can take that extra 24 hours to get that trench box. It, it, all it takes is a phone call. All it takes is a phone call. And if there's anybody in your company that is telling these guys that production is more important than safety, that's an issue and they need to be straightened out. One of the things I always like to say is that one's not, production's not more important than safety and safety is not more important than production. They go hand in hand. If you use them together and balance them correctly, you're unstoppable. There's no reason for the jobs not to get done on time and safely. Get done safely and on time. However you want to phrase it, whichever order you want to put them in, order doesn't matter. If you use them both correctly, you balance, make that balance. Find that dichotomy of, 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 of what makes them work together. Then, hey, what could go wrong? Everybody just has to keep in mind, it's okay to slow down. Take a minute, assess the situation, make a plan, and then act on that plan. It is that simple.
So, guys, I'll, I'll stop my rant there. Um, and again, like I said in the beginning, anytime an opportunity comes up to talk about these, I'm going to talk about them. That's just that's just what it is. Um, you know, another another great way to be ahead of this stuff, guys, is training. You know, you, I know United Rentals offers competent persons training. Uh, I am a certified competent person trainer through NUCA, so you get to hear competent persons training from the utility excavators point of view so that that's pretty good pretty cool uh and there you know nuka has toolbox talks upon toolbox talks that you guys can take advantage of uh and and carl's in the process of updating all those making sure that they're reflecting what's going on in our world right now uh and they've got the train the trainer program and they've got the crew leader program and you know all these things we can take advantage of just as nuka members take advantage of them guys um, and I, I know I'm probably forgetting a member of one of our chapter, two chapters, uh, that also does competent persons trainings and, and, uh, can find space training and, you know, all, all the trainings that we need. And, and so if I'm forgetting someone, I apologize. Uh, but like I said, just within our two chapters, we have the resources to make sure people have what they need and are trained. And if you're, like I said, if you're in a new area and you need to find somebody, call up Nuka. Doug, Chris, Ken, Meredith, you know, they're all willing to help, all willing to look through that member list and say, yep, we got somebody for you. So I know I said I was going to end my rant a minute ago and then I kept going, so I'll actually end it now. Sorry, guys. Uh, but this, this is a, a passionate subject for me and it should be for everyone. So uh, with that, guys, I'll, we'll talk a little bit about what's coming up for the chapters. All right, so. Uh, coming up for Nuka of East Tennessee, uh, Wendy sent me an email uh, just you know a little earlier today uh, with some stuff coming up for them. Guys, it's looking like a good year in East Tennessee. Uh, there's some stuff on the calendar. I know she said they're having a, uh, a board meeting actually the day that this podcast is being released. So I don't want to get too specific with it. You know, let the board approve it before I go talk too much about it, but golf tournament, Trent Safety Stand Down Week, Dove Hunt, Axe Throwing, Holiday Reception, Pork on Your Fork, a little pig roast going on, uh, got another outdoor event in March they're hoping to get together, so got some good stuff coming from East Tennessee, already putting some stuff on the calendar, trying to get some dates settled and all that kind of stuff, so uh, like I said, I don't want to get ahead of the board meeting and start talking about what they got coming, but uh, looking looking look, like that's going to be some fun uh, in East Tennessee. Then here in Middle Tennessee, we've also got some great upcoming events uh, for you guys to be looking forward to. Uh, specifically, coming up this month, uh, next week even, uh, January 14th, we got a, uh, a webinar, Safety and Leadership for Supervisors, from Carl Vasquez, new director of safety at Nuka National. Uh, you guys heard Carl come on the podcast once already. Uh, very, very good speakers, got some good energy. Uh, and, and I think some great, great ideas for safety moving forward for NUCA and for, for contractors. Uh, then we've got another webinar coming up uh, January 21st. Tennessee and Kentucky Contract Law and How It Affects Your Business from Jamie Little and Aaron Klein at, at Harbison Sites. Uh, guys, those are, you know, those guys joined the chapter and were eager to participate and be a part of it and you know, you can go back a few episodes here on this podcast and and hear from from those folks. And one of the things that the people like to ask me is, you know, what can we, 
you know, they want to find out the best way for them to take advantage of Nuka. And it's simple, guys. Participate. And these guys are jumping in and doing it. And that's awesome. Uh, so be on the lookout for those things. Um, Natalie's working on putting together our calendar for the year. She sent an email out to the board this week with the preliminary stuff on it. And it's looking awesome. We're going to have a good, busy year. She's doing a great job coming up with some events and engagements through social media and other things that we've got that we're working on. So you guys be looking forward to a lot of great stuff coming from East Tennessee and Middle Tennessee Nuka. Um, it, it, it's going to be a good year here in 2021, and we're looking forward to you know getting in front of you guys again. So as always, thank you for your continued support. Thank you for believing in this chapter's and what we're trying to build and, and better our our state of Tennessee for, for our industry. It really is a combined effort, and I'm happy to be working with the board here in Middle Tennessee, with Natalie, with Wendy, with the board in East Tennessee, and with National Nuka to try and get these things headed in the right way, in the right direction, and kicking 2021 off strong. So, with that, guys, I'll wrap, I'll wrap this week up. So, you guys stay safe out there and keep digging Tennessee.